Yes, well, that's very nice. For them. It's not for me. I haven't found a guy who's worth settling down with. Well, good for her. Just because I'm not... I don't want to talk about this anymore, okay? Look, it's getting stormy out. Let's deal with this when I get back from my holiday. Yes, I'm still going. Even if it's I can't get the deposit back. And you... Aunt Rebecca? Aunt Rebecca, are you there? <sighs> okay. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I'm going to hang up now. The car's starting to go. Great. Just great. First Aunt Rebecca, then the mobile, then the car. This is just perfect. Some holiday this is turning out to be. It's time to walk. I thought I was going to be relaxing, not hauling a fortnight worth of clothes halfway across England. Now where's this place? Sign says... Six kilometres to Amberley. Splendid. This is starting out to be just great. Hello there. Are you one of our patrons for the evening? Yes. My car died. About six kilometres out. I don't suppose you could call someone for it. Could you? I'm afraid that all our phones are down, madam. There's a general power failure. However, you can relax in the lounge while I check on your reservations. What's the name? Jacobs. Carly Jacobs. Very good, Miss Jacobs. May I carry your luggage? She's all yours. I'm very sorry for the trouble you've had so far, Miss Jacobs, but I am quite sure you'll enjoy your stay here. It's very relaxing. I hope so. I can use it. I'll only be a minute. There's another guest here in the lounge. Perhaps you two can become acquainted while I get your reservation settled. That, that'll be fine. I'll, I'll just... Oh, no. Not him... Well, hello there, Carly. What are you doing here? Is everything all right, Miss Jacobs? Fine. It's fine. Can you just get my room ready, please? Certainly. By the way, this is Dr. Smith. He... I know who he is. Really? Well, small world. Too small, actually. I'll be right back. <sighs> I take it my presence isn't exactly welcome, my dear. I am exhausted and have a splitting headache, and your being here isn't exactly helping things. Why are you here, of all places? 
You're not following me, are you? No, I would never intrude like that. Can't you just leave me alone? Go adventure, or do whatever it is you do somewhere else? I probably deserve that. Our last meeting wasn't exactly under the most pleasant of circumstances. We most generally have fond memories of our times together. How do you know? Do you ever visit your former companions? See what you've done to their lives? I do try. You live for thousands of years and have a time machine that can go any time and any place. And the best you can say is that you try. I've seen some of your former companions, Doctor. No thanks. I didn't ask to be involved and I don't want to be. Ever since meeting you, my life has been upside down and I don't know how to write it. I thought... I once thought you were everything to me. I was a little girl and might as well have been alone in this world. And then you came. And then... And then you wished I'd never had. There's just no escape. Everywhere I go, I wonder if I'm going to see that blue box. If the next corner I turn, you'll be there. And just when I start to maybe feel safe... There I am. There you are. Believe it or not, Carly, I am not here by design. I had just come across an interesting pamphlet detailing this castle's history and location, and I thought I might take a bit of a holiday. Try having a holiday somewhere else, and leave us mortals alone. I'm afraid I have reservations, just as you do. It wouldn't be proper to cancel them when I've only just arrived. Besides, I promise you will hardly know I'm here once I manage to locate the castle's library. I expect there will be quite a few things I want to examine. Well, I guess there's just no helping it. Just try to stay out of my way this time. I'm on holiday here, so I'd like to relax for once. Relaxation is high on my priority list, too. And as I said, I did not mean to cause you any unpleasantness. But, um, circumstances as they are... Your room's already, Mr. Smith and Miss Jacobs. If you'll both follow me, I can lead you there. So why are you lot using candles, anyway? I know the power's out, but you have to have a backup generator here somewhere, right? Isn't that in the public ordinances or something? The power has been out here for a day or two. When we consulted with management, we decided as a whole to keep the castle open. The lack of electricity gives it a rustic feel that not a lot of places have anymore. And it's not as if we're not conducting business as usual otherwise. Does that include the tours of the library and underground corridors? I think they're still on. If you're interested, sir, can certainly look into it. Is there anywhere that the phones are working? My mobile dropped before I hiked in here. I'm afraid not, miss. We've attempted to contact other contractors outside the castle using personal mobiles, but it seems that the satellites are unable to reach us. What about my car? I don't want to just leave it out on the road. As soon as the phones are restored, I assure you, we'll send someone for your car. There's been a nasty storm front coming up from the southeast. Oftentimes, large systems do tend to knock out things around here. I'm certain that once the storm has passed, we will have full restoration to our modern services. And what must we do until then? What if someone steals Miss Jacob's transportation? And what if there's a medical emergency? Are you fully equipped to handle that here? Uh, I'm, I'm sure nothing will happen to your car. You locked it, right? Hmm. What a happy accident. It seems your rooms are right next to each other. Miss Jacobs, your room is on the left. Dr. Smith, the right. Thank you, good sir. How should I contact you, should I need anything else? Hmm. Until the power is restored to our phones, I'm afraid we'll have to make do the old-fashioned way. Lung power. Wonderful. 
I hope I can't hear you snoring through the walls. I'll have you know that I haven't snored in centuries. <laughs> oh, great. This isn't helping my headache. Poor child. Sounds like it's coming from this room over here. Hello? Where are your neighbors? Is there anything we can help you with? No one is answering. Oh, that's unusual. Surely they haven't left a child alone during a blackout. The door's unlocked. Do you think we should? You do it. I'm not good with kids. <laughs> Poor thing. He can't be older than seven or eight. I wonder why he's all by himself in here. There's a simple way to find out. Hello, young man. Are you okay? <gasps> Leave me alone! Oh dear, I didn't mean to startle the boy. Excuse me, we don't want to hurt you. What's wrong? We overheard your crying and came to see if you were all right. Are you in there, kid? We just want to help. What's wrong? Ah, oh, come on. What's wrong? Okay then, young man. If you need anything, we're staying in the rooms opposite yours. The doctor and Carly Jacobs. <laughs> I don't know what is upsetting you so greatly, but I will help you any way I can. I feel bad saying this, but I'd like to help him, if for no other reason than to lessen this headache. <clears throat> Why don't you take a walk around the premises? The peaceful surrounding and quiet may help. Perhaps by then our young friend will be able to tell us what is troubling him. That might be a good idea. I'm telling you, the nightmares are getting worse. I haven't slept more than a couple of hours the last few days. And you think the rest of us are having an easy time of it? We still haven't heard back from Stuart yet. Wonder what they're talking about. Something certainly seems to have unnerved them. Not hearing anything from Stuart is no reason to panic. He probably turned tail and ran. Everyone's been having the nightmares. I don't blame him for running. Stuart didn't run. And you need to keep quiet. If word of this gets out, it won't just be people leaving. It will be them telling their friends, and they will be out of jobs. Is that what you want? Joyce is supporting a kid in college, and I... <coughs> what, what are you two doing here? Can I help either of you, Mr. Smith, Ms. Jacobs? We're fine. Perhaps there's something that we can help you with. What was that you were both talking about? Nightmares, I believe. And some gentleman named Stuart. Nightmares? <laughs> oh, um, nothing to trouble yourself, sir. Now, if you'll please excuse me. I... I have dinner to prepare. If that will be all. Mind the stairs on your way out! Wonder what that was all about. Well, something certainly has them on edge. Something that they wouldn't blame one of their co-workers escaping from. Well, it's none of our business. The little kid crying was one thing, but a couple of hotel employees going loony over hangovers and bad dreams. Think about it, Carly. Those weren't just two little boys talking about bad dreams. They were two men trembling from nightmares as though it might end their lives. That isn't normal. Maybe they're just cowards. The kind who wet their beds as kids. Oh, this headache is killing me. I'm not so certain. There's more here than we are being told. I'm here on holiday, you know, and you promised you wouldn't ruin it. Of course, my dear. Why don't you tend to your headache? I'm quite certain I can manage it on my own. I'm quite certain you can't. Ah, then you're coming. I think I'll feel better knowing where you're at. That's the 
spirit. And who knows, this might all turn out to be an old man's flight of fancy, shall we? Spread the blanket there, Carly. And mind the ants. Don't want to ruin a perfectly good picnic. Hmm. I can't remember the last time I was on a good old-fashioned picnic. Doctor, what are we doing? What if another storm comes up? You really must learn to relax, my dear. And what could be more relaxing than a picnic? Good food, good atmosphere, good company. <laughs> I thought you wanted to poke your nose into people's business. What better way to know our neighbours than a picnic on the grounds of a holiday resort? What's that supposed to be? Our lunch. There's not actually any food in there. Food? We have more important things to worry about right now, my dear. <sighs> this is a handy little device I picked up at the Villengard factory, generally used by those who are checking up on a spouse's loyalty. We will put it to a less nefarious application. It picks up nearby conversations and allows you to hear them mentally like a psychic receiver. If that bellboy and his friend are truly an isolated incident, then no one else here will have had nightmares. Besides, that young boy's distress earlier still bothers me. I still feel like nightmares in a wayward employee aren't anything to get hung about. We shall see. Listen. never slept worse than I have since coming here. I don't know why that advertisement said this was a relaxing locale. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up even more tired. I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, the power go out. Some of the things I was planning to do, I'm just not able. I can't even take pictures. Camera stopped working two days ago. And this headache, it won't go away. If my car was working, I'd pack up and leave this afternoon. Their car's not working? And she has a headache too? Fascinating. Not even the cameras work. Hmm, headaches and nightmares. These all seem to be interconnected. Assuming this isn't some paranoid delusion of yours, Doctor, a large lightning storm knocks out all electrical devices while giving people headaches and disturbed sleep. Not exactly unique. Happens all the time in rural areas. Don't close your eyes too tightly, my dear. You might miss what's right in front of you. You... you jerk! We aren't here for more than two days and you've already found another woman to ogle. The counselor said we were to come here to work on our relationship. Not to make it worse. I have no idea what you're talking about. Neighbor next door was just calling to check and see if Jeremy was okay. She's a school teacher for crying out loud. No kind of school teacher I know wears a skirt that short. Alice, you're overreacting. She wanted to know why Jeremy kept crying at all hours of the night and was concerned something was going on. Yes, crying and screaming about nightmares. Nightmares. Any other boy his age would be mad enough to just brush him off and go back to sleep. Alice, he's eight. Nightmares are real to little boys like him. Could it be the same boy we met before? Could be. Perhaps we should go and find out. I don't think this is any of our business. Sometimes it falls on people to make it their business. Hello! Excuse me, but surely, if your son is upset, you two can find some common ground. No need for such public dramatics. <laughs> now look! You're so loud that even this deaf old man came stumbling over. Well, actually... Alice! No, listen, it's okay. Really. We were just worried because we heard a little boy crying earlier and wondered if it was the same kid. Crying? 
Oh no. Alice, maybe we'd better head back to our room and... And what? If he's yelling and screaming because he can't handle bad dreams, then... And you two? What business is it of yours if our child is crying? What were you doing to Jeremy? Did you hurt him? No, we just heard a little boy crying across from our rooms. 2, 12 and 14. And thought maybe it was the same... So you were doing something to Jeremy? Now please, madam, see here. We were just concerned. There's so many people having trouble sleeping, and it's got to be more difficult on a little chap like Jeremy. Well, who asked you? It's none of your business. You stay away from my son. Both of you. I'm really, really sorry. She's just stressed. And this place hasn't exactly been relaxing. And Mr. Pingott, by the way. Charles Pingott. My wife is Alice. It sounds as if you met our son, Jeremy. I apologize for any trouble he's caused you. Nonsense! A delightful lad from our brief encounter. And a pleasure to meet you. I am the doctor, and this is my friend Carly Jacobs. We didn't mean to cause any problems for you. Oh, this place has been nothing but trouble since we got here. We came to work on a relationship. More for Jeremy's sake. This storm came. Neither one of us have slept well. Can't call out... And the car died soon after we got here two days ago. Unless the storm lets up soon, we're sort of stuck here. Have either of you been getting headaches, too? Yes. I just assumed that was from the lack of sleep. <sighs> hmm, now that's interesting. Just like a bee buzzing around in my mind. What did you say, Doctor? <clears throat> Nothing to worry yourself about, Carly. I'm still piecing this all together. I should very much like to talk to you later, Mr. Pingott. Uh, but for now, we shall take our leave. Uh, we're keeping you from your child. Thank you. And I realize you were only trying to help. I think it would be best if you leave Jeremy alone, for no other reason than to keep my wife good and quiet. Thank you both for your concern. Good to meet you. And you. Good luck to you. Something about this entire situation keeps bothering me. A connection I seem to be missing. Broken technology and nightmares. Everyone's being trapped here with no manner of escape. What does this remind me of? When you figure it out, could you get back to me? I came here for a break, not a headache that just... Ah! Carly! Are you alright, my dear? This headache is getting worse. It started when I met you in the castle and it just keeps getting worse. Truth be told, when I arrived I began hearing an odd buzzing sound. That can't be a coincidence. Buzzing? It may be outside of your hearing range, or a telepathic call. But I am definitely hearing a buzzing noise that has increased in strength since my arrival. Must be something that only a highly evolved specimen like you can hear. But honestly, I have no clue what you're talking about. What I do know is that if I don't lie down and relax soon, this holiday will become a complete write-off, and I don't get paid enough for that to happen. I do apologize for the interference in your personal life, Carly, but you can't blame me for this. As it stands, I'm more concerned about the safety of everyone here, including yourself. Well, you can go and worry for me. I'm going to go and get some lunch. Humans need to eat once in a while, in case you forgot. Let me know if you find any boogeymen or anything. Carly, I realize that I haven't given you much evidence, but it may be best if we stay together. <laughs> Look, I'll give you that it's a bit odd, everything that's going on, but it's all a coincidence. The Pingots are just a fighting couple. And everyone can't sleep because the storm is putting out an electric charge and causing people to have headaches and nightmares. I'm sure that same charge is the buzzing you're hearing. It all makes sense, really. 
You may very well be right, my dear, but... Well, you can go and do your research without me. I'm going to go relax. Good luck. Very well. I'll come and get you if I find anything. You do that. Excuse me. Can I help you, Miss Jacobs? Are you still serving lunch? Oh, I'm afraid they just stopped. We can do sandwiches, maybe. No, that's all right. I'll just grab something from the machine. Sorry about that. Me too. <sighs> just my luck. This is what I get for chasing monsters all over the place. Can't you see everything here is normal? I don't know why the doctor worries so much. Not everything is an alien invasion. I think I'll just sit down for a bit, kill some time, before dinner. Sounds like a good idea. Maybe just close my eyes. Only a bit. Carly! Hello, who's there? Carly, where are you? Mum? Mum, is that you? It sounds like you, but... Where am I? How did I get home again? I was at the castle. Carly, where are you? I've been looking for you everywhere. Mum, it is you! I haven't... Wait. No. You can't be here. How could you be? This can't be real. Carly, whatever are you talking about? I'm here, right in front of you. Give your old mum a hug. Mum? Oh, Mum, I've missed you so much. I've been here this whole time, Carly. You have? But... I've been here all this time, and all alone. Alone? I've watched you, Carly. You've been traveling and living your life. You even tried to replace me with one boyfriend after another. But they were all idiots. All this time, you've lived your life and forgetting me. Leaving me behind. No, that's not what... Yes, it is. You were an ungrateful child. You were then, and you are now. Ignoring the hardships I went through to care for you. You've completely forgotten about me and are trying to ignore the fact that I'm gone. Mom, what are you? Did... did you... Are you trying to hurt me? What are you doing? Ungrateful child. I'll make you regret abandoning my memory and moving on. You were never worth much anyway. Just a stupid little girl who thought she was the center of the world. That's... that's not true. I love you, Mum. I still love you, but I've had to move on and... Mum, what are you doing? Mum? I can't even begin to say how much I regret ever bringing you into the world. You lazy, spoiled, rotten little brat. Ah, stop it! Why did you hit me? What did I do wrong? You were born. Something I should have never let happen. Mom, what did I do? I promise I'll be good. Just please no more. Mom! Your being born was a mistake. And I'm about to rectify that mistake right now. Carly, are you all right? You had me very concerned. You wouldn't wake up when I called, nor when I tapped your shoulder. 
Doctor, Doctor, is this, is this real? Doctor, are you really here? Am I? Is my mom? There, there, child. <laughs> it's quite all right. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was just sitting down. And then I fell asleep and I, I guess, I guess I was dreaming because there was mom and, and it just all... Carly, I'm afraid I have to be insensitive and ask for specifics about the experience that you've just had. But when your mother was talking to you, was it always her, or did the voice change at times? Change? What do you mean? Did your mother sometimes not quite sound like herself? Take a moment to think if it's difficult. No. No. I'm all right. Near the end, it sounded... It sounded as though there was someone else speaking with her. Someone else? Was it a man or a woman? A, a man, I think. I'm not quite sure. Oh, oh, my head is killing me. And your mother, what was she doing in your dream? Well, at first, she seemed really happy to see me. But then she became really cruel. Saying things like, like I had abandoned her and left her alone. Did they do anything to threaten you? The person who was using your mother's image? Well, she broke a glass and... What was that? It came from the terrace. We'd better go offer our assistance. It's Jeremy! Young man, come down off that ledge this instant! Jeremy! Why is he up there? Someone get him down! Jeremy, come down right now! Why did he go out there in the first place? It's almost a sheer drop. No idea. Terry and I just got here ourselves when we heard the missus let out that yell. The kid was just standing there, and he won't turn around. Jeremy, won't you come inside? You're worrying your mother sick. Jeremy, please! Get down from there! Perhaps I can convince the boy to come down, if I may. You get away from him! I don't know what's gotten into my son, but ever since you broke into our room, frightening him... What? Try not leaving your kid alone during a thunderstorm. Maybe that might help. Carly, please. We need to keep our heads. Jeremy, love, come down. Please. Doctor, that ledge doesn't look very safe to me, and the storm is coming back. I know, I know. Please, Doctor, if there's anything you can do to help... If you hurt my son... Alice, be quiet. Everyone. Help me move this furniture so I can climb out the window. Oh my, that's quite a drop. Jeremy? Jeremy, I'd like to help you come in from that ledge. You let me. Jeremy? Jeremy, please! If you won't listen to me, at least listen to the stupid old man. Oi, how ungrateful can you be? Alice, that's enough! Jeremy? Jeremy, I know it can't be comfortable out there on that ledge. Why don't you come back inside and tell me whatever's upsetting you? I'm sure we can work everything out. Jeremy? Look, he's turning around. Oh, thank goodness. Jeremy, please come in. Wait, something's wrong. Why are his eyes closed? Jeremy? Jeremy, are you awake? Of course he's awake. Jeremy, are you dreaming? You need to come inside. It's very dangerous on that ledge. Doctor, what if he's in the same kind of dream I was earlier? Can you wake him up the way you woke me? I can try. Jeremy, listen to me. 
I'm going to try and reach into your mind. Can you hear me? Jeremy, can you hear me? <laughs> what sort of trick is this? That's not the boy. That's... That's not my son's voice. Doctor, the voice. That's the voice that was in the dream with my mum. Very good, Rich. And Doctor, that is what you like to recall, isn't it? I knew the child would bring you to me. And I am not disappointed. Really? I've been wanting to meet you as well. I could hear you in my mind, but simultaneously you could hear me. I suppose that makes sense. Who are you, and what are you doing with this child? Why should I tell you anything? I am not here to negotiate terms with you. Merely to warn you. Warn me? You do not belong here. If you do not leave immediately, I will kill this boy. I will kill every human being here. You will do no such thing! And I have no intention of leaving these people to whatever it is you have planned for them. On the contrary, it is you who will leave immediately. Oh, I promise you, I will be involved. And you won't like it a bit when I get involved. Not one bit. <laughs> Very well, Doctor. Have it your way. Doctor, grab him. Grab him before he makes him jump off. Goodbye, Doctor. Jeremy! 